Welcome to the Jonathan Shuttlesworth podcast. To stay connected, go to revivaltoday.com. And now, here is Evangelist Jonathan. 21 days of uh, revival meetings in, in Texas continue tonight. We had our biggest crowd on Sunday night during the Cowboys game, which was a great sign for me. It's the first night we've broken 300. So we've gone from 191 to 314 in eight days, which I'm happy about. Very happy how everything's gone. All right. Thanks for piling in. Um, Let me show you this tweet to start. This is Donald Trump on Truth Social that nobody uses except him. Can you believe that crooked Joe Biden is giving $6 billion, by the way, this is September 11th, 2023, which the balls on Joe Biden to release $6 billion to Iran on September 11th is like, it's like they just stick a middle finger in your face. Can you believe that crooked Joe Biden is giving $6 billion to the terrorist regime in Iran? That money be used for, ter- uh, that money be used for terrorism all over the Middle East and indeed the world. This incompetent fool, in all caps, is absolutely destroying America. He had the audacity to announce this terrible deal today. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, that's a, an odd move. To pay for hostages will lead to kidnapping, ransom, and blackmail against Americans across the globe. I freed many dozens of our people from various unfriendly countries and never paid a dime. So, that was September 11th. And in less than a month, what Donald Trump said happened. So, like him or not, that went down. Um, I have, uh, I know people talk like this, and they, they're full of crap, but I, I, I've been connected for a little while. If you remember when the Ukraine, um, hey, Brother Michael, good to see you. If you remember when the Ukraine-Russia thing broke out, I had a guy that was texting me information from the inside. And uh, nothing this guy has told me has ever been wrong. So you have a lot of people that, you know, that supposedly have friends and intelligence or whatever, and they're they're full of crap. But um, I ran some things by him because I had questions, as I'm sure some of you do. That was considered the most secure border in the world, the border on the on the Gaza Strip the border between Palestine and, and Israel. So I said, I'm not saying this like I already think I know the answer. I said, I'm asking you, how was the most secure border in the world able to, able to be overrun by a bunch of, we don't want to be unkind, but fourth grade educated uh, people who molest goats. And he said, which I, I, I agree with him, that it, it was not, it's not a conspiracy. It would be political and actual suicide for the Israeli government to allow an attack to take place that they know was happening. They said they monitored that border. And, you know, when you think about it, at, you know, as mighty as our military in our country is, if the Matamoros drug cartel monitored the, um, 
you know, whatever, Laredo, uh, Harlingen, Texas, if they monitored one border crossing for six months, you know, there's only a handful of guys there. And if they wanted to do an all-out assault and storm that border, you know, I don't know that that the U.S. Now we could react after it happened, but I don't I don't know that it would be impossible to overrun that border. You know, I just drove through that border with with Abraham when we were preaching down there. There's three guys, so yeah, you know, America could respond after it was done and and, and killed those guys like Israel's doing right now. But it's it's not like it's not like it's impossible. It's not like Israel has 10,000 troops at the border. You know, you're, you're basically dealing with one police station or, or whatever. So, I mean, it, everybody's free to think what they want on that. But that's, that's, what, um, that's what a guy that's pretty trustworthy about that told me. So, um, obviously, you have something that happened today that's going to put it in a different light, which is you had your first American killed in Israel. I've never been to Israel. My, um, I'm not against going. My grandfather ran 26 tours in Israel during his ministry. He thought every preacher should go there at least once. Lester Summerall thought the same thing. I've been invited to Israel probably four times this year by different people. And they always tell me, you know, it's very safe. Tel Aviv's very safe. Um, but, you know, it's kind of hard to read the Bible and say it's it's completely safe because the greatest war that's ever taken place in the history of the world is going to take place in Israel, in the Valley of Megiddo, and um, Israel's going to be under attack before that too, according to Bible prophecy. So, you know, that's going to go down at some point. I just, um, the last person that invited me, they said, we should go to Israel. I said, how about Arizona? Has the same climate, no Hamas that we know of. So here's the second question that I had for my friend. Um, how did Iron Dome all of a sudden get overwhelmed? You know, that whole system was set up to destroy rocket attacks, basically no matter how many they shoot. So I also had questions about that. Did anybody else have questions about that? How, how do you have, um, that's yeah, Jeff, that's head of security at our church who has a little experience in this area too, he said the enemy only has to be right once. Security has to be right every time. Yeah, there, there's no such thing as unbreachable security. There's more difficult security to breach, but no, nothing's unbreachable. So um, the other question I had, which I'm sure some of you did, how did Iron Dome all of a sudden just fail? You know, it's not it's not like they, they were employing different rockets or anything. And they said, yeah, but they were there were a lot of rockets. But it, it's designed to handle 4,000 rockets or however many are shot. So I asked my friend that, and his response, which also makes sense to me, uh, he said a lot of the rockets that were being shot were not of the trajectory for Iron Dome to help. So you, you had guys shooting shoulder-launched rockets that never got to the trajectory that Iron Dome would blow it out. Iron Dome blows out the ones that go surface to air and then, and then back down. So if guys are shooting them basically surface to surface of RPGs and shooting them like horizontally, then it takes Iron Dome out of the equation. And that, that for me, passes the smell test. I understand if there's a contingent of people watching that 
think it's an inside job. I, I had questions like that, but I ran them by somebody, and this guy's not like a company man. He, he, would, he would tell me. So that's what you have happening. Um, you have the first America killed, American killed, and then my friend told me that um, the next 72 hours are going to be a big deal. If this isn't put to bed in the next 72 hours, um, there's going to be, it's going to escalate. And now that you've had the first American killed, if you have more Americans killed, so I guess I haven't had the chance to read it, but I guess there's there's hostages that Hamas has taken. And, and um, another thing my friend told me was that there's almost no chance of those hostages returning alive because Israel is not Joe Biden. They're not going to release 1,700 Palestinian prisoners no matter what. doesn't matter how many hostages they have or who the hostages are, so... I mean, if they kidnap Netanyahu himself, I don't think Israel's releasing any Palestinian terrorists. They're not, they're not Barack Obama. It's, it's not happening. So you're going to have those people killed brutally and paraded, and that's going to escalate things. The big question right now is um, what Saudi Arabia is going to do. Because if Saudi, you know... And that's the fear. Obviously, Palestine itself is not going to cause World War III. They could be turned into a parking lot before dinner time if Israel wanted to or if anybody wanted to. But if you have Saudi Arabia move in and put their weight behind Palestine, then basically you have World War III because that, that, that opens the door for Russia to move in. Now you have allies in the Middle East, Iran. Everybody can just openly support Palestine. And then you have... World War III. Here's my thoughts. These are my thoughts. I could be wrong, but I think um, I don't think this is going to be the main, the main war. There is going to be a main war if you if you believe the Bible. There's going to be a. All these countries are going to go at it full scale, just like the Bible said. I don't think this is going to be the one, but I think this is going to be the one that gets the ball rolling on it. Because I think Israel's going to, I mean, no question, Israel, this is not a prediction, it's already happening. Israel's going to have a very harsh response, rightfully so. Um, and, you know, I don't know what you know about Middle East uh, history, but they're not really good at forgive and forget. So they might not get revenge, right? They might, you know, Palestine might get decimated right now, but then... It's not just Palestine. It's it's all there, all the people that hate hate the Jewish people, and don't feel they have a right to exist. They feel like they should be white. That's what I think a lot of Americans, probably not you that are watching me, but a lot of Americans don't understand. This is not like racial tension in the United States. This is the Jewish people do not have a right to exist on planet Earth. Is is how is the feeling. Um, from the enemies of Israel, that you're you're doing a right and just thing. That's why they pray and give praise and celebrate in the streets when they kill a Jew. They hate them with every fiber of their being. They're not allowed. They're not a you know a Jew is not allowed to fly into these countries. They're they're not allowed. They will not allow a Jewish person to come in. And it's funny with all everybody that wants to stand up for against racism and all that. It all goes out the window 
Nobody ever takes a stand in the Middle East. It's funny, all these, all these soccer players that wore rainbow gay pride shoelaces that then all signed deals in Saudi Arabia, I noticed there's no rainbow um, patches or shoelaces anymore. <laughs> you know, it's a different world over there. So um, Saudi Arabia's response is the thing to keep an eye on. I don't think this is going to be the main war, but I do believe, here's what I believe about this war. I believe that Israel is going to cross a line after this where they think, or this is going to embolden Israel to say, you know what? We don't care about hostility or what the United Nations thinks or what America thinks or the European Union. We are going to rebuild the temple. And, and, and I believe Israel now is going to start sharply going into their prophetic destiny, which is to, to rebuild the temple. And, um, you know, I, remember this too. The Bible says when everybody's saying peace and safety, then sudden destruction. So the way, the way biblically this stuff is going to shape out is not like it's doing right now. That's why I don't think this is going to go to be World War III or Armageddon. Because the way the Bible says it's going to shape up is there's a seeming peace and a resolution. And then out of, the, out of nowhere... Israel gets struck. So um, I, I, I think this is, this is going to start escalating toward that. And obviously we're rocketing towards the end of time. So I, let me say this too, because you had people say it in the comments and you have people saying it, that this should be a reminder of that this could happen in America at any time. Well, it could. It, someone could attempt to do it. Okay, like you take where I'm at in Texas right now. Let's say the Matamoros Drug Cartel. Or, or the Chinese, or whoever you want to say, have been monitoring Texas. And they decide to just start running through the streets and do what they did in um, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv and, and, and the, the cities of, uh, that are right on the border of the Gaza Strip and try to go door to door and kill every family and kidnap people. Let me ask you a question. Most of you would be able to answer this without me saying it. What is going to happen if the same thing was tried in America, Pennsylvania, Texas, Iowa, Nebraska, what's going to be the main difference? If I don't care if, if 300 Chinese soldiers came through this neighborhood that I'm living in right now, they would, they would be getting decimated from many windows all through the neighborhood. You have, see, when you have a disarmed population now like Canada, Canada would be screwed. Israel, notice that Israel has a response now that they're, that they're licensing weapons and removing restrictions and urging their citizens to buy weapons. But Americans are, the Marines could not take small towns in Afghanistan and they have 10 times less weapon ownership and exponentially less weapons training. If you came through, this is one neighborhood in one suburb of Dallas and a a military battalion would have a hard time taking taking this place. They say, "Oh no, come on! What look look what happened to the Marines in Afghanistan? They just had a, a few rifles. We have fifty times the landmass. Israel, there's only three states in the United States smaller than Israel: Rhode Island. Somebody else can help me out. Connecticut um, and Delaware, I think." are the only states smaller. So it's totally different. So for you to watch that and say, 
that could happen here. Now, I'm not trying to get Americans not to be prepared, but I'm telling you, that's the reason they want the Second Amendment done away with, because you basically would just have to nuke or biowarfare or destroy America, which, which if you invade a country, you don't want to make it uninhabitable where you can't use the resources, can't get the net. You, you want America's natural gas and, and everything that they have. You don't want it just an unusable, smoldering nuclear wasteland. So if there was ever a time to stand up for Second Amendment rights, it's now because it, it makes it. You, you couldn't take Dallas. I don't know that there's a military that, that on the ground could take Dallas. Or, and that's one city. Imagine trying to take Dallas and Houston. Houston's enormous. And everybody, it's like its own army. The first day of rifle season for white-tailed deer in Pennsylvania. Those hunters represent the, the third largest standing army on planet Earth. And so now you understand why these globalists hate the Second Amendment and are trying to disarm America. Because that, that, then you could just come in and take it. So... Those are my thoughts. I'll be happy to take any questions. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, you can hit the little question button on the bottom, and I'll answer you. Qu questions about what we're talking about would be great, not when are you coming to Utah or whatever. Any questions? I mean, you know, take, take my wife, for example. My wife is is a is a woman, and she 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 has sniper training. She trains with Jeff that I mentioned earlier in the broadcast once a month with tactical weapons training. So it's not just people own weapons here; it's that they're better trained than most um, militaries. Do you think the Antichrist will be Jewish? Um. I wish my father was on here because there's an answer to that, but I don't want to say the wrong answer, so I can't stay for sure. Do, do you know why the left is pro-Palestine? Yeah, because they, the left is, the, the, the viewpoints that are held by the left are demonic. They all go against the Bible. That's why any socialist government, the first thing they have to do is ban the Bible. The Bible's for free market. The Bible is for reward based on on work that you perform. It's not a victim-based thing. Did you ever notice that you never find anybody when they, you ever notice like at all the gay pride parades, they're all holding free Palestine. You, you don't, you know, where, where do you ever see like an, an LGBTQ event where they're holding signs that say, I stand with Israel. You never see it. It's, it all goes together. Pro-abortion, free Palestine, pro-LGBTQ, pro-trans kids, it's all together because it's all the same Antichrist spirit, pro-forced pro vaccination. Somebody said, does this happen if Trump is president? I mean, I, we all know the answer to that question. Absolutely not. Your thought on how Israel should respond? With, with extreme deadly force. They should, they, you know, and that's what they're going to do. Well, your dad also speak on the subject. He preached on it yesterday morning, but I haven't I haven't heard how in depth he's gone. Will the rapture happen after the next world war? The rapture will happen before the main 
the, the main war in Israel. It's the next thing to happen. These are good questions. You think Russia has anything to do with this? Um, whether they have anything to do with this directly. You know, it started to come out that Ukraine may, may the wep- the money we sent for weapons in Ukraine, you know, remember, the Azov Battalion that we're helping arm in Ukraine, they're actual Nazis. I don't mean Nazis like the left calls everybody. I'm talking they're actual swastika-wearing, Jew-hating Nazis. Troy said, um, any feedback on people hating or jesting on dispensationalists? I don't understand how anybody cannot see that God dealt with man differently in different time periods in the Bible, that Job did not have the same relationship with God as the New Testament believer after Christ, that there, there are dispensations. Do you still think America will help Israel? Um, no, I, not not really. I don't. But I also think they'll kind of play both sides. I don't think they'll, you know, it would, at this point in America, it would still be political suicide to help Palestine and not do anything about Israel. So I think Biden's administration is full of people who hate Israel and are pro-Palestine. You know, they, they released that one tweet that I covered on Check the News and then deleted it, that they're asking Israel to please stand down. I think that's the feeling, that they have no care for Israel. But they have to at least make the appearance that they want to help Israel. So I, th- I think they're going to play both sides. But really, I don't think you're going to see any any help. Real help. But remember this, Israel doesn't really need our help. Israel has arguably the top air force in the world. They... they <laughs> They're not, they're not some helpless, you know, they're not Haiti. They, 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 they can take care of themselves. Do you have a program already up where you discuss more about the rapture? I do. If you go on the Jonathan Shuttlesworth YouTube channel and search rapture, it'll come right up. I'm a new Christian. How do I explain to my teenager what's going on biblically? Um, I have a book. It's entitled Understanding the World in light of Bible prophecy. I would get that book, and then you you could study it together. What is the prophecy in Psalm 83? I mean, I don't don't have a Bible on me, so it sounds like you already know. Why isn't Israel striking back in Iran? (laughs) Because that's not something you just do. You know, if, if Israel hits Iran... It's on like Donkey Kong, which could happen, but I don't think now's the time. Did your contact tell you if they have a quick solution to fix the problem with the Iron Dome? I doubt they do. I mean, even to completely redesign it in 72 hours, it, it helps. It helps from large-scale ar- artillery attacks, but then, you know, they obviously found a way to attack it that it's not really set up uh, to be the most effective, even though it, it still it still was a huge help. Does Ezekiel 39 get fulfilled before the rapture? I don't think so. 
I'm new to everything here, but I know every thought when the Seven Day War happened that it was the end. Is there any other sign that can separate this event from the events of the past? I don't, I don't know what that means. Do you think it will come into America because of the border being wide open? Well, like I said, I think they could attempt to do something like that in America, but until they disarm, until Americans allow themselves to be disarmed, you can't do what was done in Israel here. You will die. Uh, you'd have you'd have trouble taking one neighborhood in America, let alone a city. Wow, that makes me happy. We moved to Texas from California two years ago. And we've been praying for the right spiritual covering. We were told about your church. We just went last night and drove over from McKinney. I, I'm glad to have you. Hope you make it your church. You'll be happy you did. I'll, I'll do a, my best job as your pastor. Do you believe the church is ready to be raptured yet? Yes. There, you know, the church, the church, there always has been a church and there's always been a pure, undefiled church. Five, five let their oil run out. Five kept their fire burning bright. So the whole church isn't going to, everybody that goes to church isn't going to go up in the rapture. Your take on the Palestine celebrations happening in the U.S. The ones in Canada are worse, but, you know, at least people are showing their, um, True colors. Oh, you're originally from Boston? Cynthia, that's where my wife's from. Yeah, I mean, at least at least people are being honest. Not pretending they even care about Jews or Israel. How can I deal with my in-laws trying to celebrate Halloween? Why try to fix it? Why try to make anybody do anything? It's not your job. You, the, the easiest way to waste your life is by trying to get somebody to do something different. Take care of you and your family. Win people to Christ who are open. But when people aren't open, how much time did Jesus ever spend trying to t tell people? What verses in the Bible do you read of Jesus ever saying? No, but listen, if you just w would, w would listen to what I really have to say, I think I can help. If people didn't listen, he let them go. And then he went after people that were, that were open. Of all the things going on in the world, you really want to make your focus trying to get your in-laws not to celebrate Halloween? Talk about a small thing to focus on. You think the church today is similar to the Book of Acts Church? I do. And you know, the Book of Acts Church had a ton of problems. Read Paul's letter in 1 Corinthians. It, it wasn't a, a perfect church by any means. People stealing money, lying about money, sleeping with the father's wife. People are people. I don't know why you have a broken heart, Daniel, over your in-laws celebrating Halloween. If my mother dressed up as one of the singers for Kiss and trick-or-treated this year, she wouldn't hear anything from me about it. You know, are your in-laws smoking crack? Are they molesting children? Are they promoting transgender ideology in schools? There's there's so many things going on that are so much bigger than that. Why why? And I think that's what Christians do that just just makes them non-factors in life. 
They pick people apart till they find the one thing and then they make that their focus. Trying to get their brother to stop smoking cigarettes or, and I'm against all this stuff, but it's, it doesn't matter. You let the Lord deal it. You're not the Holy Spirit. Pray for people. If someone's bothering you, pray for them. You're welcome, Dad. When do you believe Russia plays into all this? It's playing into it right now. Russia's invasion into eastern Ukraine is to gain access to the seaports of Crimea to be able to fulfill their role of sweeping down from the north. It's a good question by Troy's wife. How would you address those that believe if we pray hard enough and live purified lives, it will bring Jesus back sooner? Their old stance is Jesus wants to come back for a pure bride. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my stance on that. Tell me how I'm not pure. That I have the same response to that as I do when people say we need to repent. I've already repented and been forgiven of my sins and cleansed of all unrighteousness. There's there's no further purification to take place. The blood of Jesus not will cleanse me. The blood of Jesus has cleansed me of all unrighteousness. Has cleansed, past tense, of all unrighteousness. Justification through Christ, just as if I've never sinned. Exactly. Jesus said that's not why he's waiting. He's waiting for more people to get saved. Exactly. And when people get into that purified bride thing, they don't do evangelism. They're just soaking in Abba's presence, trying to get something they already have. So I don't go to those like prayer meetings where in a stadium where we all repent. We repent, Father. I don't have anything to repent for. I'm not doing anything. I'm forgiven. <laughs> I invited a lady to church the other day who was a Jehovah's Witness. She left when you started calling out hoes. You know, I feel like that'd be like the worst time to leave a service because you're basically like, even if you're not, it looks like you're you are a hoe who got offended at the preaching. Thought, thoughts on being prepare, prepared, like carrying a firearm, versus having complete faith in the protection of God. Um, my you know my wife carries everywhere. I don't carry at all. If I shoot someone, even if it's justified, it's going to tie me up in court for a year and a half. But I do have people around who can do that for me. And have insurances and stuff. And that's their their line of work. Prepar- Anything you don't protect, you'll lose. It's not anti-faith. I mean, if you're not supposed to... Why did why did Jesus tell the disciples to sell, sell their coat and buy a sword if they don't have one? Do you believe the war in Israel is indicative of a sooner than a later where the rapture is concerned? Not really. Everything's just right on track. It's not like this stuff's happening by surprise. Israel is now talking about taking out Hamas altogether. You think that would cause a response from Iran? Depends on whether Saudi Arabia would back them. But they should take out Hamas altogether. Israel doesn't need permission to fight back, and they're not asking for it. 
I used to think America would stand up after COVID. I'm not so sure Americans would stand up. Not all Americans would. But, I mean, come on. If there was a group of people going through a neighborhood to break down doors and kill people, Americans would shoot them. Uh, you're telling me. That's a good question. How far percentage-wise are we in Bible prophecy before the return? You know, the next, there's no signs left to be fulfilled before the rapture. So we could go at any time. And then obviously things go quick after that. Uh, we'd love a satellite revival with any church in Atlanta. I mean, you could th- put any city in there. I don't, I do what I feel the Lord instructs me to do. It's not, there's no city that I'm like, you know what? I should have a church there, including Fort Worth, including Pittsburgh. I do, I, I, I do what the Holy Spirit leads me to do and go, go where I feel the Holy Spirit. And I'm not even looking for open doors, you know? There are no prophetic signs left withholding the the rapture of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. No. Why are people standing up for Palestinians? They're against Israel. Why are people standing up for all kinds of anti-Bible things? Yeah, Monique, that's not like an opinion I hold. That that's that's the truth. How do we pray about this? You pray for the families that are affected, but you can't pray the flood away. You cannot pray against a prophetic agenda. If God says there's gonna be a flood, you're wasting your time praying against rain. How do you receive your healing instantly? Same way you receive everything else, by faith. You're welcome. How long do you think this war will go on? Um, This is going to be an on and off thing either way. Best case scenario, it'll be on and off until Christ returns as king. This specific conflict, it could be over by the end of the week. Or it could drag on, like Ukraine, Russia. You know, wars are different now. It's like Ukraine, Russia. It's like what? What's even going on? It's not like civil war, World War One, World War Two, where they declare World War Two is over. You know, you're never going to hear. Well, maybe you will. Maybe there, when when everybody's saying peace, peace, peace and safety, then sudden destruction. Maybe there will be. Some type of false peace, temporarily broke, brokered and handshaken. And then one side's going to light into Israel. But it's, it's going to keep going. What's your take on the different denominations? How do we get here? First, the early church. Well, I mean, study it. Basically, just small doctrinal differences. Rapture will be pre-trib, if so, why? Um, just type in on YouTube, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Rapture. Or if you get my book, Understanding the World in Light of Bible Prophecy. 
I'll send that to you as a, a thing. Um, uh, it's in there. Scriptures you use for rebuilding of the temple. Um, it's in it's in the Bible. It's not like a scripture. There's not an argument. The temple's going to be rebuilt. They already have it ready to go right now. Have you seen the video or the person reading? No, I don't know what that means. What was the last prophecy fulfilled regarding the rapture? I did not realize there was nothing left to be fulfilled for Jesus to come back. I'm so happy I turned this live on. Um, the rapture was a signless is a signless event. There's nothing that had to happen for the rapture to take place. There's signs leading up to the second coming. Israel had to be reborn as a nation. That happened. That's the main sign. When Israel was reborn as a nation, May 14th, 1948, that started the final countdown. Book is available on Amazon. Just look up my name, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, Understanding the World in Light of Bible Prophecy. Thank you. Love you, Ghana. Why are the Jewish the chosen ones? Because God loved Abraham. Abraham, Abraham won God's heart over so much that God made an eternal covenant with him. You're welcome, Olivia. No. Um, not now. Did you not watch my, my sermon? So I was like, can you put in future preaching a husband and father's role? Because some men that are Christians don't know. Did you not watch my Sunday morning message? I preached on it for an hour and a half. Do you think there will be a Muslim uprising in the Western countries if the Western countries stand with Israel? Or when if Israel retaliates? Yeah, but small. Militarily, is Islam, what do they have? I'll talk about that another time. I don't know. No, I don't think Putin is the Antichrist. He's too old. That could happen, Trish. That part of it could happen. I'd watch me. I'd stay up with me. Your thought, uh, I think I answered that already. Yep, so that's, I did all the questions. All right, I'll take that as a sign to quit. 
hope you enjoyed the quick chat. I'll I'll do my best job to stay up with you um all week. Here is I'd love to see in Fort Worth, Texas. Where are you? There it is. Me tonight, just to do plan this tomorrow. 7200 Denton Highway, Wataga, Texas. That's all week. Sunday night through Friday night. This week, 7 o'clock. Sunday night through Friday night. Next week, 7 o'clock. Dr. Jesse Duplantis will be with us this week. Rodney Howard Brown will be with us next week. If you go to Revival today, okay, do this. If you go to Amazon, go to Amazon and get my book, Understanding the World in Light of Bible Prophecy. I think I think you would like that today. Yes, it is. That's true, Desiree. I love you guys. Really love you. Thanks for spending time with me. Hope to see you in Texas tonight. Thank you for sharing the Jonathan Shuttlesworth podcast. If you're interested in supporting our mission to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ to our generation, please visit RevivalToday.com and click on Give Now to become one of our monthly partners. Thank you in advance. We hope to see you soon.